0: Is going on, everyone. Welcome into another episode of Cheers from the Press Box. I'm your host, Brennan Tassif, joined as always by my good friend and co host, Mr. Joe Dorville. What's going on, dude? What's going on, Tassif? Whoa,
1: hey, what's up? Yeah, man? Was, I've never just called you just last name.
0: I know that um. was that was this that was crazy. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, we missed last week. I was out of town visiting the new baby niece, seeing the family. Uh, so we ended up oh, skipping. Oh, it was awesome! It was you great. never
1: told me like why you were going to Jackson. I thought you just, just going to Jackson.
0: No, my uh, baby niece was born in October, but obviously November and December is super busy time of the year for us at work. So, got it. Yeah, and then older Tracy, sister,
1: huh? Older sister.
0: Yeah, the one who said mm-hmm. oh, I'm never gonna have kids. I'm gonna focus <laughs> on my career. And then we got there, dude. It's a weird thing because then we got there and she's like, "Yeah, I think I might quit my job." And I was like, "No, oh, jeez." <laughs> But yeah, so family's good, everybody's good. How you doing, man? How's everything going in the hot land?
1: Uh everything's good, man. Um uh, been just working like a like a dog. Um got a couple new properties up. Go check out the China show on YouTube. Um yeah, that's the newest newest thing going on in my life. Crushing Beautiful. Right now. Crushing.
0: Crushing. Well, for everyone who is new to the show. We're gonna uh, talk about some sports, baby. We're gonna go over some of the biggest topics and some of the bigger sports arenas as of right now. We'll get into some extra topics in the quick hits. Quick. quick! Speaking of hot Atlanta, Cam Newton's down there. Uh, and then we're gonna skip the walk-offs this week because nothing really stuck out to us. Nothing really grabbed our attention. Um, and then we will finish up with the press conference. But we're gonna start this week the same way we do every week, Joe.
1: Ready to return the opening kickoff. Perfect way to kick off.
0: Here we go. All right. Football is over. It is. We're done with the NFL. We're done with college. We'll probably get into some offseason stuff here in the next week or two.
1: Yeah. But
0: as free agency starts to heat up. I know. I
1: think uh, Combine is this week.
0: Combine is this week. The tag T Higgins, which I was pretty upset about.
1: Tag. I knew that was gonna happen.
0: So this whole Calvin Ridley thing, everyone's like, "Oh, you have to ball. resign him," but it's like, we lose a second round pick this year to Atlanta if we resign him. It's like, do we oh, have yeah. to? Yeah, it's like with the cap going up thirty million dollars and with all these free agents out there, like, do we do we have to resign and all these him?
1: receivers out there? I know Some receivers. It's probably crazy.
0: But we'll get into that more later on in the coming weeks after the combine, before the draft, things like that. We're talking NBA right now. Joe, we are
1: talking. (laughs) Is that it? That's the.
0: Round ball rock, baby. Yeah, NBA. Um, So a couple of topics Joe and I want to get into here. Uh, We're going to put some time on the clock PTI style. Joe, with everything happening, Kevin Durant getting older, LeBron James getting older, Steph Curry still on fire, but up there in age. Who do you think becomes the face, the new face of the league moving forward in the next, you know, three to five to 10 years?
1: Well, this was a conversation that came up uh, right after All-Star. Also, we skipped last week because all we had was Um, All-Star. Jason Tatum is saying that he is the face of the league. Uh, I can't give it to him as of yet because, uh, to be the face of the league, you gotta win some hardware. Gonna need to put a little something on the mantle there. Um, but I do like the fact that he wants it. Yeah. I think this is more about who wants it. Uh, Victor Weminyama uh, obviously wants it. He has a, a Louis Vuitton deal. He was on stage with Adam Silver during like a all-star tech display thingy Um, and he's a baller, but, Right now to me, the guy whose face I can't stop seeing, Ann Who's Edwards. Saying? Oh. Ann Edwards, man, you know he had the little, uh, you know, getting the girl pregnant thingy thing whatever that happened earlier yeah, this year. But happens. outside of that, man, like my guy has been balling. He's on the number 1 team in the West. The West is obviously the harder division, uh the harder conference than the East right now. Uh and he played well with USA Basketball over the summer, and he just has he just has that something. He has a charisma and a likability that I don't think Tatum has. I, when's the last time a Celtic has been the face of the league? People hate the Celtics, so the yeah. league, the, the 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 collective NBA fan, I don't think can really get behind Jason Tatum in that way.
0: Yeah, I think it was uh gonna be Jaw there for a minute, and then that kind of went by the wayside. It's funny yep. you said ant, because I that's exactly who I was thinking, and I was like, oh, there's no way Joe's gonna say Anthony Edwards. I there's love no it. way. <laughs> I I've texted you about this. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I love Anthony Edwards. The way I felt about John Morant when I saw those videos two years ago of him giving the shoes to like just random fans and stuff. I was like, oh, Jaws, the guy, Jaws, the guy. And then he went through some of his stuff and hopefully he can rebound. No pun intended. But it's Anthony Edwards. And. I think it's gonna be Anthony Edwards. He has a little bit of MJ in him, if you know what I'm saying, Michael yeah, Jordan. A
1: little,
0: MJ, a little MJ. I know that's we're not allowed to say that, but he does. Um, but I think as of now,
1: I was talking about for different reasons.
0: Um, I think of as of now, though, it's not the hero we want. It's the hero we deserve. It, I think it's your guy. I think it's the Joker as of right now.
1: I, you know, I was who gonna, doesn't want it. Who wants I nothing to do care. with it. <laughs> I was gonna cap it with that. Uh I don't think he doesn't want it. The thing is we don't wanna give it to him. I think he the thing is, he's a reluctant hero. And every once in a while you need a reluctant hero. You need, hero. It. It's you not need the a reluctant hero, hero, hero. You want it's a hero you need. Uh, um, but I think he doesn't it's not that he doesn't want it. People have put on these aspersions of, oh, this guy doesn't like basketball, this doesn't like basketball. His disposition is not, you know, overly gregarious, overly verbose or whatnot, but he enjoys, I think he enjoys the game more than people like actually understand and let on. Like if yeah, you I watch think the all-star. Play game, up the, like,
0: oh, he hates basketball yeah, kind of
1: thing. He has a he he, like I said after the championship, he he thinks about work the same way we all think about work. Like it's fine when I'm there. When I don't have to be there, fuck work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like so, um but I mean, he's been playing out of his mind, and we'll get to that later. Though we'll be yeah. we'll get to that later. All right. So uh, moving on.
0: uh There's an <clears throat> excuse me. There's a number one team back at the top. My Boston Celtics, baby.
1: I still Is, remember how they became your bosses. Aren't you an Orlando Magic fan?
0: I am, but it
1: was,
0: (laughs) I think it was when we first started doing this show, they were, uh, this is when they were doing their run of like, what was it? Six conference championships in four years. They're still on that run. In seven years or something like that. Uh, Four out of five, whatever it was. So I started rooting for Boston. Plus I'm a big ringer guy and that's all Bill Simmons talks about. So Mm -hmm. I kind of osmosis. So you could have just
1: said you're a big white guy.
0: Yeah, I am a big <laughs> guy. And I know that because when I walk around on the street and people ask me for money, they always go, hey, big guy, big guy. Uh,
1: <laughs> Funny fact, uh, sorry to derail, but, you know, we're in the NBA season. Nobody has an issue with that. Uh, I was just hearing, I was listening to a podcast the other day that's based in New York, uh hip hop podcast. And they were talking about, one of the people were talking about how, oh, you guys haven't been harassed by the monks in Times Square and the other people were like, no, I have not. And they were like, oh, they they give you whatever they give you and they just take the money. And I was like, yeah. oh, Brett and dealt with yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, the
0: first time, for anyone listening, I have a bit about it, but the first time I ever got mugged in New York, I thought it would be like in a dark alley and a guy with a knife. And then I could say like a cool line, like I've been cut too many times to be scared by a knife. But no, it was a monk. It was a Tibetan monk in Times Square. And he told me to donate. I pulled out my wallet and he just grabbed all the money out of it. Hilarious. And I was like, What just happened?
1: (laughs) Um, Yeah, it made me think of you.
0: Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, the uh, Boston Celtics, seven and a half game lead in the East, five game lead overall in the NBA over the Minnesota Timberwolves, who's the number one team in the West. According to a lot of the analytics, they're top. I'm on Basketball Reference right now. They're in the top 10 and almost everything. Uh, Real fun fact, the Porzingis-White on-off splits, they're five when it's just Perzingis and White out there. Tell when me it's, when it's
1: Perzingis and Black. How does, how does that look?
0: <laughs> <laughs> when it's White, and Tatum, they're like plus 17, and they're plus minus. Uh, this team has a lot going for them. I think it's...
1: For those who aren't aware. Yeah.
0: I think it's... <laughs> uh, but for the Celtics, and then I'm going to get your take. I just want to throw this out there. I think it all hinges on the availability of Przingis. I think he's like their their superpower, their secret weapon. And he does have a big injury history. So asking you, Joe Dorville, is this
1: finally, finally the Celtics year? Um, Year in terms of, again, getting to a conference final, I think they can do that for sure. Yeah. Uh, winning the NBA championship, I don't know because – Though this team is very good, it is very top-heavy. Um, and I think they had a better team, honestly, when they played the Warriors in the finals a couple of years ago. And they, I think they should – I still contend that they should have won that year. Um, This team doesn't have the depth that that team has – that that team had. Uh, they can, you know, put Peyton Pritchard, who once was my white chocolate All-American – uh, they could put him out there as much as they want. They could put Sam Hauser out there as much as they want. But I think once against to knuckle up time and the rotations get tighter, uh, those guys won't be featured as much. And how much are you going to get from Al Horford and Porzingis as far as bigs are concerned in the postseason when you're going up with the likes of Joel M B or you're going up against Giannis? Um when you're going against Mobley and uh what's my guy's name? Mobley and Jared Allen. Yeah. So I think uh and then with the West, whoever comes out of the West, I mean you got Rudy and Cat. you got Cat, uh what well, they probably shouldn't have a problem with Chet. Um you got Jokic, uh so There's a lot of size. There's a lot of size and their size isn't like well, they went out the and got
0: Tillman, but he's a power. He's like not even a true. He's like a power
1: forward. He's six. Yeah. Eight. He's not even. Yeah. So um, the size factor is an issue. And also to me, a big issue is they quite as kept, they rely on the three a ton. Yeah. That's a huge, huge factor. If they go cold on that,
0: they're. If screwed. they go cold
1: at any point, man, and it's harder to get your shot in the postseason. And that was their fatal flaw the last time was hey, you need a bunch of guys who can go and get their own shot. And Jalen Brown can do that as long as you you don't ask him to go to his left. And Tatum (laughs) can, but Tatum takes, like, Tatum already takes super difficult shots. So then in the postseason, the difficulty slider goes from All-American to Heisman. You can tell I've been playing NCAA uh, 2009 a ton. Uh, It goes from All-American to Heisman, like, it just gets even worse for him as far as those shots are concerned. And like the games I've watched of them, Porzingis is a lot is set up by throwing it into the middle, having him back down and then for like 10 minutes and then turn around and shoot while they have Tatum just standing on the corner. And it's like, yo, there needs to be a little more movement and a little more motion to this offense come postseason times to make things a little easier. Yeah. And to your point about the size
0: thing, just looking on basketball reference, uh, they're number one in offensive rating, number three in defensive rating. But then when it comes to offensive rebound percentage, they're 18th. Um, defensive uh, rebound percentage, they're 12th. So, like, that's all like a size and a who wants it kind of uh, yeah. stats. Um, and looking at uh, just random stats, things you don't even think about, or I don't even think about, like Al Horford and Drew Holiday are probably their two best defensive players. They're both. Al Horford's been in the league 16 years, drew holiday 14, which I didn't even know. So yeah, mm. like people will talk about how Tatum's only 25 and Brown's only like 26, 27, but then they're, they're two big defensive, defensive. players.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Are way up there or ancient. In terms <laughs> yeah. So NBA terms.
0: Yeah. And I think it's going to, it's going to rely a lot on uh, obviously injury. Everyone gets hurt. There's always a team who loses a, a key player in the playoffs, but I think with, With the Celtics, I do think the threes are going to be an issue because they don't have to, like, their margin of victory is 10.5 points. Like, they don't have to be taking all these threes. It's not imperative for them to take them to win. They're winning most of their games by double digits, but it's just one of those things where if they keep relying on it and then all of a sudden it goes cold in the playoffs, you're not going to have enough time to be like, okay, we need to change our approach. Like, it's by the time you realize it, it's already over.
1: I was going to say, they had 12 losses on the season. I know one of them is uh, the Clippers. I know one one of them is Minnesota. One of them is Philadelphia when Embiid was there. Um, they have a random loss to Charlotte and Orlando. That's weird. Indiana. Well, they had that loss to
0: Denver when Jokic wasn't playing.
1: Uh, Jokic didn't play? I thought Jokic was playing. There, yeah.
0: Maybe it was Murray didn't play. Somebody didn't play in that game and I think Denver it was Murray blew the did. doors yeah. off of them.
1: No, both of them played.
0: okay. Maybe it was yeah no Tatum whole and Brown. starting
1: five was there whole starting five was there their whole starting five was there
0: yeah and they won by wasn't it like twenty by points two one by two. two
1: oh, what eight.
0: was the game where they got blown
1: out and no one saw <laughs> I it think it was the Clippers oh the Clippers that
0: game. was the game yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah they got blown out by Clippers one fifteen to one ninety uh, to ninety six
0: yeah that was it.
1: Yeah, and so I mean, but it's the it's the NBA.
0: This is why we play series instead of games uh, in the playoffs because you know you you never know what can happen. People get hot. The Clippers, okay. by the way, Whew. Clippers
1: good team, man. Good team. Good
0: team. Good, good team. team,
1: man. All right. Uh, they also lost to the Lakers on February.
0: 1st. <clears throat> yeah, that might have been a fluke,
1: though. Mm, obviously, Lakers
0: aren't good. Lakers are not good. Uh real quick, I know this got brought up on PTI with Stephen A. Smith. Uh Lakers or Golden State, you have to pick one gun to your head as far as going further in the playoffs or even making the playoffs. Who you got?
1: Damn, that's right. They lost. This is the game you're thinking of. They lost to the Lakers without LeBron and AD. That was the one. I that was the Reeves won- game. Yeah. Reeves went kind of crazy. Who's on my 32. fantasy lineup, so we're not mad at him. Yeah. Uh, Lakers or Golden State? Man, that is a – you were asking the tough questions today,
0: my guy. Jeez. Taking them from PTI. Um,
1: hmm. I want to say, I want to say the Lakers will go farther, further because they're two guys. They have two guys. Yeah. Let me just say that. (laughs) They have two guys. Um, And those guys show up, I mean, more times than not. Honestly, they've played more games. And he's been playing really well. I was about to say, on a a percentage basis, they've played in more games um, than they both have in a while. Uh, Whereas Golden State, uh, Steph is still amazing. Um, And if he can get anything from, Kaminga or Draymond or pa- pa- Pod what's my what's my guy's name? Yeah, yeah, that, that we'll go with that. Okay, no, nah, I got to... Uh, he's good. I have him on my fantasy team for a little run there. Podemanski, Pod I'm Let me say that okay. Um, but yeah, no, th- if they can get you know something from some of those supplemental guys, Clay Clay's had. He's had some good games off the bench. They moved him to the bench. Um, he's had some good games, he's had some bad games off the bench. Uh but yeah, I think the Lakers. I I would say the Lakers could go, would go further. Than Brandon Golden Podzminski. State. Podzminski, see? Podzminsky's. I'm not Polak, so you know what I'm saying? Um, not good with the uh, speaking the of foreign
0: players. Ooh. Is Jokic <laughs> We didn't do so it, so it. I don't remember if we did it. We time. did it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so is you Jokic were waiting for it, and I was like, I don't think we did it. <laughs>
0: uh, another MVP season. Is is he locking and loading up for another MVP season?
1: Uh, it appears that way, man. Um, Yo, after the all-star break, he's had three triple doubles in a row. Uh, he, I think he's average. He's had three triple doubles in the last game. I want to say he had four steals as well. And he's doing this on like sixty. shooting like it's bananas uh, just coming out of this break right now. And we've won all three of those games coming out of the break as well. Um, Yeah, I I don't think I guess you could put Tatum up there, uh, but Tatum doesn't have numbers like 12, uh, 26, 12 and nine, which is just, you know, outrageous from the yoke man. Uh, Tatum's numbers right now are, 26, 26, 8, and let's say 5, 4.8 till 5. So they're right around the same as far as points. Jokic is outpacing him on rebounds and assists. Um, if you want to give Tatum the bump because his team's number one in the East, but you know, you could easily say the East is way weaker because you still have two teams with under 10 wins in the East right now. Uh, so yeah. Um, I, I think Jokic has been performing at such a high level that where, uh, also I think voters uh, based off of last year when they gave it to Embiid and maybe Jokic should have got it and it was like, you can't get three in a row, all that narrative spinning that was done there. Uh, I think they might say, all right, we, we screwed the pooch last time by not giving him one. And then he, you know, put egg on our face by winning the championship. This is the third one that he was owed in a sense.
0: Yeah, I think I completely agree with that. I think it's, um, Jokic should have won three in a row. This is a lot of people have buyers' remorse, voters' remorse from last year with Embiid. And now Embiid gets hurt and Jokic jumps to the top of the race. It shouldn't, there shouldn't have been a question in the first place. It's Jokic's until it's not, um, and I know that sounds hypocritical for me, as someone who likes parody, who's always like, "Oh, I hate the, the same people and the same teams that win all the time, blah, blah 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 blah. But it's undeniable. Like this guy is the best, he makes everyone around him better. He So I heard a cool stat. He uh, has uh, 100 touches a game as far as the basketball, which mm-hmm. is the most in the NBA by a uh, pretty wide margin. I think the second person is Luca, and he's at 92. Uh, The difference is when he touches the ball, it's uh, on average for 2.5 seconds. When Luca touches the ball, it's on average, it's flipped. It's 5.2 seconds. Mm. So that like shows you right there that he's, he's real big on moving and getting other people involved. And I think the fact that they're winning too, and everyone's like, Oh, well they're fourth in the West right now. It's like, yeah, but that's like, you just got to make the playoffs. We all know that in the NBA and their team is healthy, which we saw last year. We were saying it for years. If they're all healthy, Uh, Jamal Murray and Jokic and, you know, some of those role players, they're going to win.
1: Yeah.
0: They're healthy right now and they're winning, man. They look great. So I think it's Jokic's to, I think it's Jokic until it's not, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Moving on. Now we are going to talk, sorry, we mentioned fantasy. So now I'm trying to adjust my fantasy roster. Uh, (laughs) We we are going to talk college. Yes. So something happened over uh, the weekend in the last few days. There was a court storming, and then there was an injury, if I'm not mistaken, because of the yeah. court storming. Joe, you're more up to date on the college and what's going
1: on in the NCAA. Tell us, take us through what happened. So uh, Duke lost to Wake Forest. Um, kind of upset I didn't see the, the rest of this game. Me and the lady went out to uh, get some barbecue on Saturday. And uh, the game was on his TV. And then I was like, man, I hate college basketball. And we eventually left. And I never checked back with it. But later on, I came to find out that uh, Kyle Filipowski uh, suffered a, a leg injury. Uh, it's been very vague, whether it's knee or ankle or whatnot. Um, lower body, as they leg. say in the NHL. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he suffered a lower body injury um, during Wake Forest ended up winning the game. And they stormed the court and uh, I I want to ask you, Brendan, do you think court storming, you know, this is the second time this season, which I mean, if we're going off of uh, percentages, probably 1% of the time there's been a court storming, there's been some sort of incident, uh, at least a rise to the level that, you know, we've heard about it. But we had the Caitlin Clark incident when they lost to Ohio State, and now we had this one. Are you pro or anti-court storming?
0: And Caitlin Clark was headhunting, and everyone's yeah. like, "Oh,
1: the she and the girl people ran are saying, her. and people are saying Kyle Filipowski was doing a bit of the same thing. Like he engages with the first fan in his direction, and kind of kind of sticks his leg out, kind of doing a little push, and then he gets flipped all kinds of ways after that." Uh,
0: yeah. So, in my opinion, I think court storming is fine. Um, I think it's one of those things, though, where if you're gonna Oh, excuse me. If you're going to storm the court, it has to be for a reason. Like, act like you've been there before kind of a thing. I don't think a Wake Forest beating Duke is a court storm worthy win. That is... (laughs) How is
1: that not a court stormy win, brother?
0: Because, like, Wake Forest is in a good conference. Like Okay, and? But that's what I'm saying is, like... It'd be like if Ole Miss beats Alabama and everyone storms the field. It's like you're supposed Whoa. to think you can beat Alabama. Like,
1: what are you doing? Okay, bro, let me ask you this. Name five players that went to Duke. Five? Five. Uh JJ Reddick,
0: Christian Leitner, uh, okay, you really put me on the spot.
1: Uh on, there's there's some big easy names. Kyrie Irving. Austin Kyrie liberals. Irving, uh, Grant uh, Hill. Jason Tatum. Uh, Grant Hill. Jason Tatum. All right. Yeah. Name me two people who went to Wake
0: Forest. Chris Paul and? Chris Paul.
1: <laughs> My man, CP3. <laughs> My Whole buddy family. earlier was trying to say the same thing. I was like, yo, Wake Forest is like the Vanderbilt of the ACC. And he was like, they've had good players over the years. I was like, name <laughs> someone other than Chris Paul. Name a person other no, than Chris right. Paul. No, you're right. Yeah. I got I, nothing yeah. for you.
0: As as a former college athlete, I like court storming. I like storming the field. I I think that's I think it's a cool thing. I think it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, like you know, you accomplish something you never thought possible. So I don't discourage court storming. What I discourage is the players on the other team. This is the problem is the sportsmanship for the other team. The sportsmanship in general is everyone is in this entitled like you hurt my feelings like now I'm going to get even with you. It's like sh- you lost. Yeah. Like you lost. I'm sorry, you lost. Like take it with a grain of salt, hold your fucking head up and be like, "All right, you know, you guys you guys got this. You deserve this. We'll come back and get you in the tournament." Like stop being babies
1: and like pushing fans and stuff. God. I think I think there's a um the court storming can look one of my biggest one of my biggest regrets in life is missing the opportunity to court storm when the UNF clinched a sun tournament and I was at fucking work and I wanted nothing more to be in that damn celebration because uh, who knew my first year oh, the first year or my second year my second year they were going to win the whole damn thing but um I think there's a couple ways to do it a little more responsibly one if you're that big team how about you win the fucking game yeah yeah exactly <laughs> you, you you don't lose and get court stormed on huh you you take care of business as people like to say but um we know upsets are gonna happen it's obvious uh and that's what we love about the sport and court storming is something that we love we play the and, game you know they show those pictures and those will be in the pamphlets for years and years the come, band too. is
0: on the field the band is on the field right
1: uh so I think there's a way to court storm a little more responsibly. Maybe, maybe there's a court storm counter, like. You have a big counter on the thing and everybody's like, Oh, it's oh, count like down that, yeah. like 10, like you, so the other you team let knows the handshakes get the fuck off go. The court. Yeah. You let the handshakes go. And then it's like a counter. All right. In 10, nine, eight, everybody come on down. Yeah. Yeah. Something like That's that. That's a good idea. Actually. Something to add just a little delay and maybe some theatrics to it. Um, so then it's not just a melee because at the end of the day, you don't want. Whether, you know, Kyle Kyle Flipkowski or Caitlin Clark, whether they're flopping or not, we're putting them in harm's way. Yeah, I agree with that. The situation can happen. Um, So you want to do something to mitigate uh, the potential of something horrific happening or, you know, some catastrophic happening. You never know. You never know. Yeah. And you also Um, don't
0: know to that point. You don't know what kind of people are are the fans. Exactly. You could have some crazed fan who's like, oh, we're going to play them in the tournament. Let's take out their best player.
1: Yeah. Or, you know, or just by happenstance, like, uh, thankfully, luckily, Kaylin Clark ran into like another uh, ran into like a female student who was like undersized. But what if she ran into like you? Like what <laughs> if you were out there and she ran it to you? Yeah, it's like oh, big dude, he turns around and yeah, and the the it a yeah. She runs into a fucking brick house and it's like oh, geez. Now her ankle's been like dislocated in four areas. Yeah. So <laughs> I also do think this is the last thing
0: I'll say about it. To kind of echo what I was saying earlier, though, I think it's a a, a responsibility thing where because I just went through this with work where we were doing our 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 alcohol test thing, and mm-hmm. I'll make this make sense, but it's like oh. As the server, you're responsible. So, like, don't serve underage people, obviously. Don't overserve people, obviously. And the whole time I'm doing this test in the back of my head, I'm thinking, like, when is it time for people to take responsibility for themselves and be yeah. like, oh, maybe I shouldn't drink anymore. Maybe I mm-hmm. shouldn't try to order under. And this, I think, has a lot to do with the court storming, where it's like, when I understand it's for the protection of the players. That's why people are talking about banning court storming. But mm-hmm. when are we going to say, hey, maybe these players should take a little responsibility and get off the court. Or maybe these players shouldn't be headhunting
1: and looking for a fight. I was about to say, the problem is, now, all the players aren't looking for fights. No, I know me Let me get that out there. It's an isolated Uh, incident. But um, the thing is, like, the players can't go off the court because the game usually is still going on. I like the counter idea. I was about to say, usually the game is going on, and once it hits zero is when the court gets flooded. Yeah. So like the players can't just like all right we're leaving with ten seconds left on the clock like, we're just walking away <laughs> just put the ball in the middle of the court and walk yeah off. like all right let's get out of here so it's like that there, there needs to be um, if the if colleges want it to I'm about to say if I, I kind of stole it from Harry Lyles. shout out to Harry Lyles. Okay. or was it the uh, Courtney Cronin one of the two one of them because they both still wanted to keep it and the old heads wanted to take it out but um. Yeah. If there is a way to do it a little more responsibly, if teams want to keep it, because I don't think colleges want to get rid of it. It's something that is we've seen it growing up our lives. It's something Mm -hmm. that attracts students. It's kind of a calling card similar to like just making the NCAA tournament is like a good thing for your school like you usually see attendance go up. I think there's probably some with that with big games, court stormings and things like that. Like you get more fanfare, you get more uh people get you drum excited. You more support for your for your university and whatnot. Um so yeah, but I do agree. Some schools need to act like they've been there, but I don't think Wake Forest has been <laughs> Wake there. <guys>. there. <laughs> Wake Forest hasn't been there, guys. <laughs> Speaking of being there. Oh, wrong one. All right.
0: Uh, time for everyone's favorite game. Uh, we're doing a college basketball style. We're going to start with the women's first. Women's basketball Joe, take us through it. Who's in, who's out, who's up, who's down?
1: Oh, the game America's been clamoring for since the end of the college football season. Who's in, who's out, who's up, who's down? Brandon, we got the women up here first. Which one do you want first? Who's in, who's out, or who up, who down? Who's in, who's out? Who's in, who's out, boom. All right, we got who is in. uh, Sorry. Uh, Who's in? Only one team has entered the top 25. That is UNLV. And Princeton, Ivy League, Princeton has fallen out of the top 25. Ah. Uh, they were number 25. They have fallen off. They're still getting votes. Seven votes, though. They're getting some votes. All right. Now for who's up, who's down. Let's go top down here. Iowa, down two spots. They were at number four last week. They fell two spots. Now they're number six. They took a big, big loss to Indiana. It was, it was, it was a bloodbath. It was like a... 86 to 90. Wait, 86 to 69. Uh, so that was a huge loss for them. The 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 Stanford Cardinals also fell one spot from three to four. Uh they took an L to Arizona. Uh Oregon State took a loss. NC State lost to Duke. I remember seeing that. Colorado lost. I don't remember who they lost to. Kansas State lost to Kansas. So they fell five spots to number 15. Syracuse lost. They fell two spots. Louisville lost. Ah, oh, man, I can't remember who Louisville lost to. That's going to kill me. Um, Creighton lost and West Virginia lost. Uh, who's up, though? Got a couple people going up. Texas has jumped into the top three. They're sitting at three behind South Carolina and Ohio State, respectively. Virginia Tech, shout out to Virginia Tech. Kyle's Hokies, uh, they went up three spots after beating North Carolina this weekend. Uh, I believe game day was in Blacksburg, actually. Um, I know that because shout out to Tine, the Cheney show. Don't forget to listen to the China show. Uh UCLA uh jumped up four spots. I forgot who they beat, but I know USC lost. I think USC lost to the USC lose to no Colorado lost as well. Okay. Um but speaking of USC, they actually stayed at number seven. Um LSU jumped up four spots. UConn jumped up four spots. That rounds out your top 10 there. Uh, so, yeah, that's who's up, who's down for the women's. Uh, Brennan. Yeah. Got a little two for Tuesday. Who's up, who's down, who in, who's out for the men's? All right. We don't who's have
0: to do who's out.
1: Why not? <laughs> you guys aren't out yet. Oh, yeah, we are. You guys are. <laughs> Sorry, you guys didn't go out this week. You guys apparently went out last. Yeah, we went
0: out last week.
1: Yeah, you guys lost to USF, didn't you? That yeah. was upsetting. I was mad about that, honestly, personally. By two, uh, you guys still other receiving votes. Mm. I don't see other receiving votes. Nope. Nope. That's it. Nope. Okay, who's in? Who's out? Uh, Colorado State out. Texas Tech out. BYU. Out. Sorry, Mormons. Uh, Who's in though? University of South Florida is in. Gonzaga is in. Gonzaga is in. Brendan, did you hear that? Gonzaga is in. They're just getting in. For like four years, they were the number one team. And now they're just getting back in. Uh, And Utah State is getting in. Uh, Who's up? Who's down? Uh, Houston is now number one after UConn suffered their loss to Creighton. Creighton also then went on to lose a game themselves to uh, St. John's, which was very funny. Uh, that was the into- uh, Italian uh, Hall of Fame awards then. Uh, we had somebody from the Sopranos. We had uh, Rick Patino dressed in all white like he was going to a christening. And then uh, we had Tommy DeVito's agent all there at the St. John's game. That was pretty spectacular. Purdue went up one spot. They're sitting at number two now. Uh, Marquette, number five. Uh, Arizona took an L. They dropped a couple spots. Kansas jumped up two spots. They're number seven. Duke suffered a loss to Wake Forest, as we all pointed out. They were number eight at the time. Now they're number 10. Uh, North Carolina beat Miami. Well, I think that was last night, so that doesn't even account for this. Uh, Miami lost to Duke and North Carolina, like, in back-to-back games. Very annoying. Miami, terrible season. This terrible season season this year. Uh Alabama lost to Kentucky. So they fell a spot. Kentucky beat Alabama. So they jumped up a spot there at number 16. Uh Kentucky. A lot of volatility there. They they lose some games they should win. They've won some games that have been that look difficult on paper. Then they just blow the team out. Yeah. Very weird. Very weird. Um South Carolina's up there. San Diego State, who was in the final four, is number 20. Dayton, the Dayton Flyers fall in five spots. Number 21. And Florida, uh, University of Florida has just plateaued at number 24. Yeah, we've lost two out of three. Oh, um, damn. South yes, Florida USF and then and we lost else? to Memphis. Uh,
0: uh. Looking at, I'm obsessed now with this racketology stuff, only for my team. <laughs> so I'm on this bubble watch. I keep forgetting that, what is it, like, how many teams make the tournament? Like 130? 68. 68?
1: 130. This guy. That's the whole damn <laughs> the whole nah, damn kid caboodle.
0: Nah, there's 300 in NCAA <laughs> uh, tournament eligible teams. Uh like that would be football
1: in like, like two years. Where football everybody's is just eligible.
0: Football's like 127, but I think basketball's like 280. Um, Yeah, I'm nervous, man. I'm really nervous.
1: Are you a bubble team?
0: Uh, so according to... Uh, Joe Lenardi, I think, yep. is who it is. Said the name right. Um, let me make sure I get the. Oh, you guys,
1: right, right now, uh, he got you at ninth in the Midwest. Yeah. So you guys. John Gasaway
0: uh, wrote an article about locks and bubble teams for each conference. And on the American, we are the number, we're the only team talked about in the American uh, in this thing because he does every conference. And it says bubble bubble watches noted that teams bringing back quote unquote everyone in previous uh, seasons tend to register about eighty percent overall mm. to a year to year improvement on offense alone. Um, so apparently our offense is top fifteen, mm. defense is around one hundred and ten. <laughs> wow! Yeah, wow! So. <laughs>
1: Well, well, at least we'll make the tournament. Miami, you guys have, have done to better the than you guys have done better than Miami. We both made the final four last year, and the only one of us is going to make it back. The thing that's shocking to me
0: about the FAU season is we've beaten the number now. Currently, the number twelve team in Texas A and M, the number four team Sixth, in Arizona. Four.
1: Okay. Um,
0: and then we lost. You know, we lost by like eight to Illinois, who's twentieth. But then, like. These games, we're losing these, some of these closer games we're losing by like, not like we lost to UAB by three. We lost to South Florida by four. We lost to Memphis by four. It's like, It's come the volatility
1: on. of college football, man. College football, college basketball, man.
0: I know. You're right. You're absolutely right. So As I said, that,
1: there's a reason Court Storming comes about, man. Yeah, yeah.
0: And there's a reason why it's called March Madness and it always has been because this is so up and it's, down. There's it's, always it's a Cinderella. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's always it's, fanatic
1: it's, breakneck speed, you
0: know. <laughs> All right. Speaking of breakneck speed, let's get it quick. We be surprised how quick. It-
1: quick, name it. Hits. Quick
0: hits. All right, we're talking about the quick hits now. Some topics we're going to touch on quickly. Uh, we're going to leave a little extra time for the Fulham because massive win. But the first couple of things we're going to get to: uh, Cam Newton. Joe, this is your account.
1: Hey, no, this is. I don't know what it is about uh, Cam Newton and these seven on seven tournaments that he's been putting on. This is the second time Man, he's gotten into this a is fight like the one. third or well, this is, is this is the first time he's gotten into a fight. Okay. This is like the third or fourth time he's been disrespected in some manner, shape or form, whether it's a, 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 an attendee, like talking like, Oh, you're a free agent. You're nobody. You're nobody. Or somebody saying like, I'll beat you altercation. Up. And, yeah. Yeah. So some type of, uh, some type of interaction there that is not great. Uh, I, I saw this on the rundown, so
0: I looked it up. But I, I don't know. I heard I saw Cam on Two Bears One Cave with Burt Kreischer and Tom Segura um, when they were at the Super Bowl, and he's still like ever aggressive as always. Like, and I we love that about. I love that about Cam is that he's like fuck all y'all. Like, he's let's an go. athlete. Yeah, and he's a true competitor. He's
1: a cocky, competitive athlete. What happened with this? Do you know what happened? uh this 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 group tsp crew whatever their seven on seven team name is apparently like the coach two of the coaches used to coach under cam uh in his program and that's all we know and then they just they just ran up on him and cam just handled everybody like it's like people forget this guy's six five and used to have like uh, I want to say Brian Erlacher, but I don't remember if Brian Erlacher and him were in the league at the same time, but we complained about his offensive line for years and he had people coming at him. So he's yeah. not used to a little bit of heat. He loves, yeah, it. I mean, he loves, he's not it. foreign. I was about to say he's not foreign yeah. to a little bit of heat in his kitchen. So, uh, he, he pretty much mopped these guys up and, uh, never even threw a punch, which was most impressive. People, God. people will tell you about how, uh, the hat stayed on. And the hat was perfectly fine. The hat is like, the hat's effectively glued on in a way, like his yeah, hair's coming, is coming off, through yeah. the hat. It's never coming off. All right, it's never coming off. Funny to say, fun to point out. I pointed it out immediately when I first saw it, but that ain't coming off. But um, yeah, for him to handle the, the the situation without throwing a punch and you know potentially getting himself into some legal issues was probably the most impressive part of all of it. But um, I, th- I can I tell think- you from
0: personal experience, when people start getting chippy, it's very difficult to not. Like congratulations to Cam on the first couple where he's, they're just altercations and like yelling and stuff. We had a guest come into the restaurant, really side note, uh, real quick, 16 year old, 16 years old, trying to buy booze. They wouldn't buy him. We wouldn't give it to him. Uh, I was off this day. Thank God. Because apparently this kid then gets up and like is yelling at the manager. Like, do you know who my dad is? I'm worth more than you'll ever be in my life, in your life. And I'm only 16. And so immediately when he said that, we go, oh, you were just trying to buy alcohol, like get out of the restaurant. And he's like, do yeah. you know who I am? Do you know who I am? So I can understand because just me hearing that story, I was like, oh, I would have punched this kid yeah, right in yeah. the face. The blood so for starts Cam, to boil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for Cam to get into these situations where people are like, fuck you, you're just a free agent, you're garbage, you're trash. And to not react like that, hats off to him. No pun intended. That's. Intense because I, just hearing this story from my coworkers, I was like, I'd have laid this kid out. Like, what are we yeah. doing?
1: Yeah. Yeah. How do I say, obviously you have a switch. I have a switch too, where it's like, yeah. I, I, just, I just can't. Like,
0: yeah. Well, I, um, I always say the same thing. I've been arrested too many times to get talked to like this. Like, this is not.
1: <laughs> For Cam to be literally and metaphorically the bigger person in the, all of this is pretty dang impressive.
0: Yeah, Uh, it is, especially because people know how to push people's buttons. And it's (laughs) like you want something to happen. That's why you're doing this. And then when something happens, everyone's like, oh, Cam, out of control, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, come on, guys.
1: Actually, the most in control.
0: (laughs) Yeah, the most in control. Speaking of in control, MLB, we've got Crotch Watch 2024 coming at you. Crotch
1: Watch 2024, Brennan. I don't know if you've seen this, but uh, the MLB have uh, they've. Gone away from majestic, and now Nike and Fanatics are handling their uh, uniforms. And the uniforms suck. I mean, that's a consensus. Like the right, lettering isn't. I'm just saying the lettering isn't great uh, as it has been before. Like it looks less prestigious and looks more like. Uh, did you ever do this? Did you ever play like AAU football or basketball? Not AAU, but um. Uh, uh, What's it called? Like Pop Warner, not Pop Warner per se. Uh, rec league, like Rec uh, league uh, basketball or football, where you had like went and got the iron-on letters and you just ironed yeah, them. Yeah, I did do
0: that with uh, basketball when I was really yeah. young. Yeah,
1: it's like you, it's like they went and did that with the lettering. It's out of control. But then, like also the pan, the white pants are very very thin material to the point where they're see through. Um, a player like it, 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 it's not great. It's not great to say the least, um, and I think we're going to end up seeing some things throughout this season if this is not taken care of. This is uh, the wrong
0: sport for that. You want to do that is the basketball wrong or football? Sport for not that. the major league baseball. Uh,
1: um, bunch <laughs> of chubby white guys. There was a there was a player for the the Giants who, in like a promo photo, his balls were seen. Like, it's not. So great. Some people
0: were saying it's the fluorescent lighting during the photo shoots. Like when you get out in the natural light, it's not going to be as egregious.
1: Okay, that's what I hear. They play under fluorescent lights at during night games. So I know. So I mean, so we're going to keep you time. updated, <laughs>
0: listeners. We will keep you updated on Crotch Watch 2024 for Major League Baseball. Mike Wilbon did have a great thing though. He was like, just go in the dirty clothes and get the uniforms from
1: last year. Yeah, yeah. Just wash the clothes. Yeah. Well, I Oh guess, God. I guess Addams there are players the ball who like on this one. There are players who change teams and whatnot. Apparently, Fanatics has passed the buck. This is not their issue. They got all the specs from Nike and MLB, and they just did what they were told. Oh, wow. That's how they laid it out for them. Um, So, yeah. Yeah. That's how you pass the buck. (laughs) This is the wrong sport for that. (laughs) So the wrong sport. I think these next two, we can get in this two-minute window. Okay. NHL, here we go righty, NHL, my Florida Panthers have been on quite a heater since the last time we spoke, uh, winning eight out of their last ten. Uh, we are second in the Atlantic right now behind Boston, uh, but behind Boston with two points, and we have two games in hand, actually. So we were number one at, for a second there. Uh, if we did do an episode last week, I would have been able to flex on everybody because we were number one, and we have just beat the Tampa Bay Lightning 9-2. to two. Right before that, um, but I didn't get to talk about that last week because we didn't do a show last week. Uh, Brennan, what's going on with your lightning? Lightning have taken quite a fall. Uh, three, four. You damn right. Needed Cirelli to get a seventh, point the other day. Couldn't fucking do it. Prize seventh in the conference.
0: Uh, I mean, Boston's up there. The Panthers are up there. The Rangers have been playing pretty well, but we're behind the like Hurricanes and the Maple Leafs and the Red Wings. Ugh, yeah. it's not looking. Right now, great. you guys
1: are wild card number two.
0: Yeah, so I'm hoping we make the playoffs. I'm assuming we're going to try to make the playoffs, but this is not. I mean, that's the thing about the uh, NHL. Uh, you know that happens. Eight seeds win games all the time, so we'll see what happens. MLS, we got to touch on quickly. Uh, yep. Not a lot, whole lot going on. Uh, yeah, season
1: just kicked off uh, last week and this weekend. Uh, Inter Miami played the first game on I want to say last Tuesday or Wednesday. Uh, they won that game against Real Salt Lake. And then, uh, the rest of the slate of games happened on Saturday, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, Miami played again. They tied, they drew with, uh, the LA Galaxy. Two games in a week. Come on. You got 36 year old Messi league. Do better by our, by, do better by us. All right. Didn't even, (laughs) Real Salt Lake and Miami didn't even win the league. Why were they the first game on a premier eight o'clock slot by themselves? What are we doing here? Um, but yeah, Atlanta United, uh, they lost their first game. Uh, DC won their first game. Um, a couple teams I'm gonna just you know keep on the lookout for. Philly Union drew their first game. So
0: now just kicking, just kicking off the season, just kicking off the season, just getting into it. But now we have to talk about something. Uh, uh, bum, no time bum, bum, limit. Bum, 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 bum. We are talking no, Premier no League time soccer. On no time limit on this. Uh, This is Joe's account. I'm also a Fulham fan. I talked to my roommate about this after it happened. We were very excited. Uh, Who's your
1: roommate a fan of again? Is it West Ham or Tottenham?
0: Arsenal? It's one of the top teams. Uh, Liverpool or Arsenal? One of those. Uh, Anyway, Fulham goes into Manchester United. Yes. And wins. And wins. Late. 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 Dramatic fashion.
1: The most Uh, dramatic.
0: This game was nil-nil at the half. I went up to the gym because I was like, I don't like the looks of this. Uh, And then I was trying to follow it on my phone. Don't get great service up there, though. And then as I was getting the update from ESPN on my phone, I get a text from Joe. Very excited. Joe, talk us through what happened. It was nil-nil. Then it was one-nil. Then it was one-one. And then, boom, the final minutes of the game.
1: So uh the game started. I was on the way to my uh my my Fulham bar to hang out with the homies. And uh by the time I got there, we had two two really good chances with Alex Iwobi that just kind of went a little too far left and he just missed the goal almost entirely. But I did feel uh I did feel confident in the sense that we were in control of the game. We had the game. The game was on our foot. We dictated mostly everything that was happening. Um, and then, like you said, we went into the half, didn't really, didn't execute on the chances that we had. So I was uh, I was nervous, like every Fulham fan usually is, because if we don't get out ahead, then that doesn't bode well, because it feels like, you know, eventually the sky might fall. Yeah. Uh, Brennan, for weeks now. We were talking and you were like, what's going on, man? What's going on? And I was like, look, two of our better players are not with us right now. They're playing for the Super Eagles. They're playing for Nigeria in the AFCON uh, finals and whatnot. AFCON nations. And then they've made it all the way to the finals. Uh, and Alex be being one of those players. Alex be being one of them. And Calvin Bassey being the other. And Calvin Bassey got the first goal off of a corner, got it in. It was spectacular. We, the bar erupted with euphoria. It was, it was amazing. Uh, and then you know, then you're holding on for dear life. You got one goal, it's pretty late. It's about at the 60, 65th minute. You're holding on for dear life. Uh, you're bringing in subs are happening. Marco's bringing in defense for offense. So then it's like, oh man, if we're bringing in defense for offense, that's going to really. Hinder our ability to counter as effectively because we have more defensive players out there. So we really got to lock in, tighten up, hold everything down. And we do until they get a corner in the 89th minute and Harry Maguire puts it in the back of the net. And it's like, damn, you know, that heartbreak that it feels so it feels like a distant cousin because it's always around it's always there i remember the liverpool game when bobby dickadover reed put us 3-2 and then we give up two goals almost immediately and then we're down 4-3 again liverpool again where in the in the in the carabao cup uh, semis where we go up one and then they knock in two almost instantly every game it feels like against uh man city where you know it looks good until it's not last year yeah those man had-
0: city games we're up and last year we had not.
1: three games against Man U where the same thing kept happening, where we'd be up for most, we'd outplay them for a large percentage of the game. And then they'd either get one to tie or they'll get two to win. And then we had the, 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 the trio of red cards last year where in the, God, uh, I remember that. in the FA Cup, was it the semis or the quarterfinals? I can't remember, but, uh, William gets a red, then Mitro gets a red, then Marco gets a red, and then, After winning, leading the game for most of it, we give up, like, three goals in, like, a minute and a half, it felt like. Um, But, time was a little different. After Harry Maguire hits that goal in the 89th minute, Fulham makes a substitution around that time, or a little before that time, to bring in Adama Traore. Adama Traore is one of the fastest guys in all of soccer, honestly, I want to say. guys, special, spectacular. He's been... In and out of injury. Um, But he was there for this game. We got him on the field. And at about the 96th minute, a little bit of extra time there, he is chopping up the field. He is just No one can stay with him. He makes a cut inside. He kicks it over. He passes it over to Alex Iwobi, who has missed two shots early on in the game. Alex Iwobi does a little sidestep to the right, plants his foot, shoots it. And Brennan, when I tell you, I thought it was wide left again. Everybody in the bar froze because we thought he missed it. And everybody on the field, if you watch that playback, kind of freezes. (laughs) And then Alex Iwobi starts running to the left and... Everybody just burst with euphoria because oh my gosh, the ball went in the net. Holy fucking Christ. We just beat that beat him, baby. <laughs> 97th minute. 97 minute 97 minute uh winner from Alex Iwobi. It was one of the best days uh I've ever had as a soccer fan. Um it, it was similar to uh I can only relate it to One, winning the FA uh, not the FA Cup, but the Champions League when Joe Bryant had his two goals to win and when TC had his goal to win and then we went to 10 men and then we almost didn't, had to hold on for dear life in that (laughs) one because uh, Dennis Adoy almost (laughs) screwed the pooch there. Um, But earlier this season when uh, I was at a bar, the only other time I've been, had a, celebration like this where I was at the bar watching the Fulham versus Arsenal game in Jacksonville mm-hmm. and uh Zhao Pelinha tied the game when we were down to ten men. Uh that was euphoric as well. But this one this one was a, a monkey off the back going to old Trafford. We hadn't won there since oh three um and getting that last game, last second winner, uh where it felt like Setting the game up doesn't even account for all the nonsensical fouls that we were given and uh the fouls that they weren't given and the red or yellow cards that they may have should have gotten. Um but we battled we, we won twice. We beat the refs and we beat Man You. So yeah. It was what, a pretty um, spectacular game. I wanted to ask you because we were talking and, about it. Oh, this- sorry. And without two of our better players, William didn't play in this game. And Jao Pellini is serving a suspension right now for accumulation of y'all cards. So didn't have two of our top guys in that game. We still came back to win. What is going on? Because uh, we this was a big talking point
0: earlier in the season about the offense and about scoring goals and stuff. And then Raul Jimenez started scoring like crazy. Where has he been? Is he injured? Uh, he,
1: he picked up an injury.
0: Okay. Yeah, and that was, an the, that was the that was the issue yeah. we were talking about. Was he yeah. keeps since he got that bad injury, he just couldn't score, and then all of a sudden he got his well, first no, no, goal, no. and then they just was started say, pouring yeah, in, he, and
1: he started getting the goals. But then, like right after, he had like five goals in four games or whatever. Then he got suspended for a stupid red card. Came back, uh, came back, and we were a little disjointed. And then once we started getting into form again, he got hurt and. So, yeah. So he's still on the roster, though. He's still on the roster. Yeah, yeah. He got hurt like right around uh, the January transfer 27th, window. I think is when Yeah, he I was about to say right around saw. the transfer window. And at that time, Awobi and Bassi are gone. Um, and Rodrigo Munez has stepped up. He played really well in this game. He didn't score a goal, but he played really well in this game. Um, I think he scored like three and uh, it might be four and four now or three and four or something like that, but he's found his form, uh, which is very encouraging as well, so.
0: Rock and roll, here we go.
1: All right, moving on. And we'll bring you the press conference in its entirety.
0: (laughs) Joe, let everyone know where they can find you, man.
1: You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Dorville. You can find this show on Twitter and Instagram at Kieran Press. Don't forget to check out all the other shows on the network. Uh, The Anulo Network, anulo.co. That's Anulo, the big show. Uh, Who does a podcast where me, Kyle, and my brother um, go look at musicals and we break them down, we rank them, and we review the film. Uh, we're doing Idlewild this week. Idlewild from Outcast, movie done by Outcast, 2006 film. Uh, also, you know, some work shit. Go check out The Cheney Show. Chine Ogumike has her own uh, show, podcast, whatever you want to call it. Entertainment piece of content where she's talking uh, hoops and whatnot. So if you want a little more uh, fun, in-depth hoop conversation, you can go check that out. It's on YouTube under The Cheney Show. So, Brennan, where can we find you? at Brennan T comedy
0: on all social media, Brennan Check out the one man show, ex drinking buddy, a comics look at life near death, recovery and redemption on YouTube. Now the YouTube handle at Brennan T comedy, or you can just Google search Brennan Tassif. Uh, check out my other podcast. Brennan Tassif is your ex drinking buddy. I have different artists on and we talk about their best and worst drinking drug party and getting in trouble stories. If you subscribe to the Patreon on that, you can also get tales from the restaurant where I discuss in my lengthy 20-year career which celebrities are super cool and which celebrities are dickheads that I've waited on over the course of the last 20 years. Most of the time, they're pretty cool. so uh, But I embarrass myself quite a, quite a bit, so check out those stories on the Patreon, patreon.com slash Brennan Tassif. Yeah, um, you can get Extra Good Buddy merch, too. That's on uh, the website, BrennanTComedy.com as well. And
1: that's it oh I forgot uh, Tim Anderson signed with the Marlins let's go TA
0: okay here we go Rebbing, Marlins Rebbing revving it level. up
1: getting ready getting ready
0: alright take us out of here alright and that's why we play the game hello hello huge shout out Alex Awobi 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 let's fucking go
1: When Jimenez went out, I was nervous, dude. I was scared.